Hey, welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We hope this helps you to know God better and to trust Him more. To keep up with us or to get more information, visit celebrationchurchlive.com. This morning, and we're going to just kind of be looking at the idea, um, the concept of um, what it means uh, to choose Christmas, especially today. Um, you obviously um, chose Christmas today. You chose to celebrate it for what it's really about. All of you who are tuned in right now and are apart right now, um, digitally, you've chosen Christmas. You've chosen that it's about Christ and what he's done and what he has accomplished in and for our lives. That's what Christmas is all about. We love the fun traditions. We love the jammies. We, we love the lights and, and all of the joy and all of the extra with it. But if it wasn't for Jesus, if it weren't for Jesus, there, there'd be no Christmas at all. And so today we're just going to dial in and, and look a little bit deeper at what it means to choose Christmas. So if you've got your bulletin, if you're using the Bible app, however it is, you're going to track along with us here. And come on, iPad, thank you. Um, that we've, uh, we've looked at this concept that, um, that the first Christmas teaches us um, that we can trust God in every season. Sometimes the Christmas season can be one of the most challenging stretches our time, it stretches our finances, it stretches our relationships, it stretches everything. And here in this season of comfort and joy that sometimes it feels like it's, there, the joy is missing and the, dis, and the comfort has turned to discomfort and it can simply be challenging. And the first Christmas helps us to dial in and look at what it means to, to genuinely, truly choose Christmas. I want us to revisit. We've looked at Luke chapter multiple times throughout this. And let's just revisit verse 16 right quick. It says, and so they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who's lying in the manger. This was first Christmas. The first Christmas. They, these, these shepherds, these people who were on the, the, the night shift come running in and getting to see the greatest gift ever given in the history of the world and there he is, laying in a manger, just as they were told. And then verse 17, it says, And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about the child. And, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary, she treasured up all these things and pondered them, thought about them in her heart. I want to look at the ways a couple of different translations look at this. Verse 19 in the Good News Bible says, Mary remembered all of these things and, and thought deeply about them. The, the New King James Version says that Mary kept all of these things. She kept them. She didn't let them slip away. The wonder of these these working men coming in and having had the news that an angel had, had shown up and a, and a whole, the host of heaven sang and, and celebrated the birth of her child. She's hanging on to that in the middle of being in an awkward place, in the middle 
of a challenging moment, that she is not in the ideal place. She did not want to place her child in a feed trough. That was not her hope as she was carrying him for nine months. That was not her plan. Things did not go according to her plan. But even in the middle of things not going according to her plan, there were things for her to treasure and things for her to keep. And as we are wrapping up 22, about to head into a new year, I think it's time for us to look at our own lives and understand that there are some things that you and I need to treasure. We need to keep. We need to say, no, I'm making sure I don't let this slip away. And so with that, one of the, the, the best ones I know who are able to make good decisions on those types of things, man, it's instinctively, I mean, kids just, they kind of get it sometimes. They understand what's some of the things that have some big value. And so I need my assistance. I need my assistance this morning. All right. Come on, Matthew. All right. Thank you, Matthew, for showing up today. Love those pajamas. Love House of Faith. Great combo. All right. That's right. All right. Hello. Love you. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm Brandon. <laughs> so girls. All right. Matthew, do you know how to open gifts? Yep. You do? You've done it before? Yes. You've got some skills yes. at opening some gifts. All right. Well, we've got five gifts here. And you get to choose, and you're going to open all of them, okay? You get to open all of them. So, but I want you to just pick and look and choose the gift that you want to open first. I want to do the small one. You want to do the small one? Wow, Matthew with his years have seen that maybe, maybe going small is going big. All the ladies in the house say, uh, hubbies, learn from that. Going small is going big. All right. Matthew, you just turn to the crowd over here, buddy. Good job. All right. Rip that open. What's in there? Oh, Matthew was right. What do you got? You got 50 bucks. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Well, right now we're going to remember what's in here. Okay. Because you're going to need that. You're going to need that knowledge later. All right. So you got that one. You got. You got that. Now I want you to choose another one. Choose another one. Choose another one. No. The snowman, little old Frosty. Let's see what Frosty's got for you. Oh wow, an extension cord. <laughs> oh, ah. that was from our uh, very practical uncle who. Uh, Shopped on his shelf in his garage. All right. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, remember in the Frosty, you got, you got the old extension cord. They're handy. They're good to have. You're going to do the Christmas. Go big, go big, go big. Let's do it. Rip it open. What do we got? What do we got? Oh! There we go. If your mom ever gives you this, you, you've been way too messy, my friend. <laughs> but you know, this is, this is the invent-a-size. It's not just any, it's, just not, it's not just any paper towels. It's invent-a-size. You, you can let your mind go crazy. It's like a toy within something practical. You get to invent them, all right? Remember what's in this one. All right. 
You got that one. All right. You're, you're going to. You're going to go with the, the reindeer. Here we go. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, Passy. Please tell me you're not excited about that. You're not excited. You, but these are brand new, perfectly good. Blue. Great color. You got some Passies there. All right. You got some Passies. There might have been somebody. There may have been at some point in life. You might have really been excited about that. All right. And then we got, there's only one left. Only one left, only one left. What do we got? This one's taped up a little more. What do we got? Oh, we got an actual toy. There we go. We got some Hot Wheels. Be able to put them in the garage. They shoot it. You like Hot Wheels? Yes. Me too. You got? You have some track system and whatnot. This hooks up to the track. So. Yes, I have a ton of tracks. You have a ton of tracks. This is this is perfect for you then. It was like I was thinking of you. All right, here we go. All right, so you've seen it all. It's all functional. It's all new. It's all it has some value. And guess what? You can take back to your seat, and you can take whichever of them or as many of them as you want. You get to choose to keep and to treasure Whatever has been presented. Oh, all, right. all right. All right. All right. Thank you, all ladies. Thank you. Mama didn't raise no silly boy. Now, here's the truth. We all understand and get, yeah, the toy, yeah, we get that, we get that. The 50 bucks, of course. Of course, we're going to treasure and keep that. Something is all of a sudden a, a, a little surprise that brings a little joy. And guess what? Your, your 2022 had some of those. Your 2022 had some unexpected little things that kind of fit neatly in your life. You were like, yeah, that's great. I didn't anticipate that coming along, but it fits perfectly in my life, and that's where it makes it better. And when those things come along in your life, you need to treasure, you need to keep them. $50 is a little more indicative of some of the hopes and dreams of I passed out $50 bills. Each of you would have a different idea of what you would want to do with them. Somebody would say, gas money, praise God. And they'd get you like half a tank of gas. Some of you would have something fun you would want to do with it. Some of you would say, I know exactly where this is going to go. It's going to, it's going to help our savings for family vacation this summer or I'm going to sock this away and I'm going to put this away for my one-year-old and one day if the markets come back, <laughs> um, then this will turn into something for their future. And Every person is going to do something a little bit different with the $50 that hit, hit your hands because it's connected to your hopes. It's connected to your dreams. It's connected to what you value. And one of the things that you walked into 2022 with was some hopes and some dreams and some things you valued. And there were some places where some of the things that were hopes and dreams and things you valued got challenged. Sometimes it felt like they even got attacked. But what you need to make sure you do is as you look at those things, you need to make sure you don't let the enemy rob you 
of your hopes and your dreams. You need to do like Matthew and say, no, what's indicative, what's representative of this $50 bill, of the hopes and the dreams and whatever he may want to do with that. I'm not going to be robbed of that. But then these other things have some significance as well. We sit there and we look at our, uh, at our extension cord. Sometimes there's some things in our lives that are just practical and they honestly help us enjoy the things we actually like. All, almost all of us have one or two of these in our home and then they help us to be able, maybe our outlets are a little too full and please no fire marshals in here. <laughs> Well, we use one or two of these and help use the things we really value. But when it's all said and done, it wouldn't really be working if it wasn't for the cord. There's some things that are just show up every day in our lives. They're just practical. And we need to sometimes be a little extra reflective. The hopes and the dreams are easy to hang on to. The the surprises that came along of they're easier to hang on to. But some of the stuff we honestly need to treasure and to keep are some of the everyday, wonderful little things that come into our lives. The fact of the relationships that exist in our life. The breath in our lungs. The fact that we are able to freely assemble and worship our Savior and Lord without any kind of fear of consequence whatsoever. There are some things that enable the things we really value to take place in our lives. And we need to make sure and hang on to those things as well. There's another place where there are some things that allow us to, to move on past some messes. And if you've ever had a mess in your life that you couldn't move on from, the gift of being able to move on after a mess is one of the most beautiful gifts you'll ever get. To be able to deal with some of the pain, to deal with an accident, to deal with something maybe it was done on purpose. And to be able to have access to something that helps you clean up and put things back together and, and move on after a mess. The gift of being able to take another step forward and to move forward and to move on is something we need to treasure and hang on to. And then there's even value in this. And no, none of us would want to have to revert back to enjoying a passing. Let's hope. There's a place where remembering some of the places that in our more infant life that brought us some peace and some joy and soothed us even though we've progressed and we've moved on and we've matured and we don't need it anymore, remembering what it was like to start out. Remembering those things helps give the gift of empathy for those who have not matured quite yet. Those who are struggling a little bit. Those who need some extra grace. Those who are just are being loud and noisy in your life and Something as basic as a little passy can come along and help them. There's a place where sometimes if we don't remember the way we were blessed, that we don't remember how some of these things, that we've moved on and that we're no longer in need of those things in our life, but we remember that we did need them. That gives us compassion for some of the people who are struggling. 
We need compassion in our lives. As we are reflecting and doing like Mary, of being able to think about, to ponder it, and you don't treasure and you don't keep without pondering. The other stuff would just slip away. But in this moment, I want us to just be able to pause and to think just a little bit. See, one of the key places of treasured remembrance is communion. I wanted us to be able to not just celebrate the birth of Christ as we gathered this morning, but to celebrate why Jesus was born. Why Jesus was born. Kiddos, do you know why Jesus had to come as a person? Why Jesus had to come as a, as a person? He's God, creator of the universe. Why he needed to come? Why God needed to show up as a baby and experience all of the different stuff of life just like you and I? One of my favorite stories is a story that happened decades ago to a, a, an old farmer. And Christmas fell on a Sunday. Does that every once in a while. And the old farmer didn't really have a relationship with God. He'd gotten hurt and jaded by, by some disappointments. Things didn't go his way. And so his wife and kids said, you know what? Let, let's, go to, let's go to church service. Let's go to church service. He's like, look, why can't we just stay here and have, have church as a family? And the, the wife and kids are like, no, we, we want to be able to go. It's all about Jesus. And he's like, I, honestly, I just, I'm frustrated. I just don't get the thing. I, I'll prep everything here. I'll stay here. Y'all go to service. I'll have everything ready when you get back. And so wife and kids load up in the car. The old farmer stays home and as he's there prepping the meal and getting everything ready, and all of a sudden, there's a, the, it was super cold outside. There, a big cold front had come in. There's piles of snow, and he's working there at the kitchen window, and he, all of a sudden, he gets a start. It just scares him because a bird seeking the warmth of the house had slammed into the window and just, bam, just hit the window. Freaked him out. The little bird falls down and starts kind of flapping around a little bit. Man, he has, has compassion. He has compassion. He's like, if there was such a good God out there, why, why do some of these creatures suffer like this? Why does some of this happen? All of a sudden, another bird hits his window. Another bird hits his window, and he's like, well, you know what? God, maybe you don't care about the birds, but I, I care about the birds. And So he goes out to his barn and he fires up his old kerosene heater, starts to warm the barn up a little bit. It's not going to be cozy, but it's going to be better than outside. And opens the barn doors and, and starts trying to herd the birds into the barn. Starts trying to get them into the barn. And of course, you know, this big old farmer starts coming at these birds. And what do they do? What do they do? Well, they flee. They fly away. They scoot along. They, they don't want anything to do with this big scary farmer and the farmer's like they i've provided everything they need i put some feed out it's warm it's cozy they have everything they need i just can't get them in there i just can't get them into this barn they won't receive what i've already been able to provide for them and all of a sudden he thinks you know what if somehow i could just be a bird for a minute i could tell them hey look follow me come in here and in that moment, the truth of why Jesus had to come 
Why, God had to put on an earth suit, had to put on skin, and had to show up at all. All of a sudden, finally made sense. And he got in his old farm truck, and he joined his family at church. There's a place where this time remembers that God loved us and cared about us and pursued us. Because we weren't going to draw near to God without God understanding us and us being able to understand him on a basic fundamental level. That's what changed everything. See, John 6.33 says this, "For, For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. John chapter 6 verse 41 says, and at this the Jews began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. He's the one who came down from heaven. A few verses later in 48, he says, I am the bread of life. And then we move on into verse 50 and it says, and here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. And then in Luke 24, verse 30, it says, And when he was at the table with them, he took bread, he gave thanks, he broke it and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. Thank you for listening to this message from Celebration Church. You can keep up with all that God is doing here at Celebration by following us on Facebook and Instagram.